I want to talk about biblical principles to live by during a pandemic. We need the right principles right now to live by. And if it's not biblical, we will respond like the world. And so these these series of messages, I'm going to preach three weeks here. Uh, In these messages, I want to encourage you, saints, to trust in the Lord, but do not respond like the world. So if you have your Bibles ready, I want you to open your Bible to the book of Psalms. Amen. The book of Psalms. The book of Psalms, and I want to look at Psalms 121, one of my favorite passages. And if you stand for the reading of God's word wherever you are, amen. If you stand for the reading of God's word wherever you are. Psalm 121, I'll be two weeks in this one one book. He says, I will lift my eyes. Don't you think? Right about now, we need to do some lifting of our eyes. He says, I lift my eyes to the hills. From where shall my help come from? The psalmist is almost rhetorical here. He says, I will lift my eyes to the hills or the mountains. Amen. And I'll explain why he says it that way. From where shall my help come? My help. (laughs) my help comes from the White House. My help comes from the stimulus package. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong, wrong Bible. My help, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He shall not, I'm going to say it one more time. He shall not allow, what? Our foot to slip. He who keeps you will neither slumber. Amen. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. What an encouraging word. I want to talk about this morning perplexed during a pandemic. Perplexed during a pandemic. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Amen. Perplexed. Perplexed during a pandemic. I don't know about you, but many years from now, we will look back on these days of our lives and we will think about where we were when this plague hit our world. We will look back on this one day and we'll ask questions and we'll... um, We'll we'll remember how we had to do church. How we had to change our format. Change the way we did things. Readjust ourselves. Some of you 
are readjusting at work where you can't go there physically, but you, you have to work virtually. The world is still going on. The world is still adjusting. Companies are uh, getting the best equipment. Companies are changing their infrastructure so that their business can keep going on. Well, it's no different than the church. The church has to understand and the people of God must understand too that this plague, this pandemic can cause us to become perplexed. But what we can't do is panic. We cannot panic because if we if we panic, the faith that we said we had, amen, will be called into question. Saints, I want to tell you this morning that the psalmist knew something. Because the psalmist like us had some restrictions. The people of God did not go to the church of God every week. They would go to the temple once a year. They would go there to worship. This psalm is what you call a pilgrimage psalm. It's a psalm where... The believers as they're, actually it's a song that they're singing. I believe that you ought not to lose your song in a time like this. I believe that you ought not to lose your praise in a time like this. As a matter of fact, why don't you high five the person next to you right now and say, you ought not to lose your praise. Because I want to tell you something, the God we serve, amen, he sits high And he looks low. The psalmist is in the same kind of predicament that we're in. He's going to the house of God. He's anticipating getting there. Can you imagine if we had to do this for one year? Can you imagine if we had to do virtual worship for one year? How would we really survive? The psalmist was in the same predicament. But here's the other predicament that he had. And and here's the thing. He's perplexed. And the reason he's perplexed is because what's, what's happening is it's not just him getting to the house of God. It's what he has to go through to get there. He has the danger of the enemies all around him. He has the danger of the weather. He has the danger of enemies and danger... Of the elements and oftentimes saints. Those are the very things before the pandemic. That may have kept you and I or you. Amen. From getting to the house of God. I want to talk about today perplexed during a pandemic. The word perplexed means to feel confused. Slightly worried. Amen. Because of something you don't understand. The truth be told, the world right now is perplexed. The world right now is perplexed. They're a little worried. They're a little uh, unstable right now because we don't know when this will end. This is precisely what the enemy wants to do with the body of Christ. 
He wants us to be perplexed. He wants us to not be overly worried, but just be slightly worried. He, he does not want us, he wants us, amen, to be confused, but not all the way confused. He wants us to begin asking questions like, why? Why, God? Why is this happening to us? Why, 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 why? Watch this. He wants us in this pandemic, amen, to, to be confused and worried about our health. And we should. Our family, and we should. Our friends, and we should. Our finances, and we should. Our future, and we should. But not to the point where we panic and we are in a perplexing posture. I wish I had somebody. I want to tell you that our main thing in this pandemic, our main thing is to draw on our faith. Draw on all the things that you've been taught. Pick up your Bible. Read the Word of God. Amen. And then trust and believe that even in this, God is going to bring us through. The psalmist writes to us, as I said, and as he makes his way to the house of the Lord, the Hebrew language is full of pictures. One of the things that I hope that you will hold on to in this time is your faith. Can I say this to somebody here this morning? If you linger too long in discouragement, it can be costly. It can defeat you and leave you and I hopeless in a time like this. So the question this morning is, are you perplexed? You may say, Pastor, I'm not perplexed. But it's crossed your mind. Amen. It's almost the last day of the month. Almost two more days and we're, we're, we're in a new month. <laughs> and the bills are still coming. But I want to I encourage you this morning. To trust in the God who knew where you were before this. And the God who will be with you after this. Do I have anybody? This psalm is what you call a responsive psalm. That's the reason why he says, I will lift my eyes to the hills. And then he answers in the next verse, in the next part of the verse. And so what I want to say to you in this time, saints... I want you to respond biblically. I want you to respond properly. I want you to respond in such a way, amen, that you and I will not be so perplexed where we lose focus as to where we are right now. Psalmist says, I will lift my eyes, amen, to the hills, to the hills, to the hills, to the mountains. So, what this passage is telling us, amen, and if you do the historical background to this verse, you'll find out that this passage tells us something. I want to show you two things. The psalmist is giving us his coordinates. His GPS coordinates. He says, I will lift my eyes to the hills. 
In other words, he was not too far, but he wasn't yet there to the house of God. He's going to the temple. Watch this. This particular psalmist says, where I am, I'm giving you a clue. Now, last time I checked, in order to lift your eyes, you have to be a little low. So I got a sneaky suspicion in my sanctified imagination that the psalmist is no different than the psalmist in Psalm 23 when he says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear, notice he says, in the shadow of death. Can I help you with something? Death is always shadowing us. And in this pandemic, it seems like everybody is paranoid and you need to be a little bit, have a little slight of paranoia in you. because. But you got to be careful and use a little wisdom. Put on the mask, wash your hands. But watch it because death is always shadowing us. But the psalmist says, I will lift my eyes. So it tells me he wasn't out of the valley yet. But he was coming through the valley. Now watch this. The text says, I will lift my eyes to the hills, Jerusalem, and the temple symbolizes God's presence. So I don't know about you, but I need to get back into the house of God to worship my God with you and with the other believers of Jesus Christ. Why? Because God's presence is not just in your private space, but God's presence is in His house. And I want to encourage you this morning not to neglect wanting to be in His presence corporately. We can't do bedside Baptist for too long. We can't do pillow Pentecost. Amen. But what we got to do is come into the building. Amen. We can't do what banks are going, what banks are doing today. They're not, they're going from brick and mortar to just online. We have to make it back into the house of God so that we can experience God's presence together. But let me give you the first principle real quick that you have to live by. During this pandemic. Watch the first principle. The first thing we have to do. Is keep. A kingdom focus. Keep. A kingdom. Focus. Why should I keep a kingdom focus? When you keep a kingdom focus. You won't ask where is my help coming from. You already know where your help came from. Do I have anybody? When you keep a kingdom focus, you will not worry about your bills, worried about where you're going to eat, where you're going to sleep, and what you're going to wear. Because the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So if I seek first His kingdom, God going to take care of your food. 
God going to take care of your clothing. He's going to take care of your bills. He's going to take care of you. Whatever you had before this, watch this. Don't be calling your landlord talking about you can't pay your rent, paying half your bills. Those bills are going to stack up. Don't use this time to be unwise. I already know what some of you are doing. Some of you are like, yeah, well, I ain't got to pay no rent this month. But guess what? I'm going to just call them and tell them the pandemic hit my job. But listen, pay your bills. Be wise. Keep a kingdom focus. Because if you don't keep a kingdom focus, watch this. Matthew 6 says, if you keep a kingdom focus, all these things will be added unto you. God wants to add more in this time of perplexity. He wants to give you more. He wants to cause you to have more. But what we must do, saints, we must not use this opportunity, amen, to lose focus of the kingdom. Do I have anybody? You may not be served, you, you may not have been serving the Lord, and now without with the restrictions we have, now you realize that the main thing is if you miss church, amen, amen, and you're missing church is because you had a kingdom focus. Saints, I want to tell you something. If I don't keep a kingdom focus in this time, I promise you, I promise you, amen, the world does not look like a pretty place right now. The world is panicking and perplexed, but not you and I. We're going to trust God, and we're going to keep our eyes where? To the hill. Tell your neighbor, we're in the valley, but we're coming out of this. I hope that when this is over, that you can lift your eyes when you're coming around the corner uh, on 518 up Main Street and you see the sign to the church that you can lift your eyes and say, you know what? I'm making it back into the house of my God. Do I have anybody? So the first thing you have to do, first principle is you have to keep a kingdom focus. Verse 2 says, look at verse 2. He says, verse 2, he says, Verse 2, he says, my help comes from the Lord. Are you with me? Who made what? Heaven and earth. He says, God, I find it very interesting that the psalmist points out in his perplexity. He points out what God has made. God made the heaven and the earth. The seas and all that's in it. Can I help somebody here this morning? I wouldn't want to serve a God. Amen. Who couldn't control the whole universe. I thank God this morning. That the psalmist realized that he already has help. The psalmist realized that his help is not coming from people. His help is not coming from the White House. His help is not sitting in the balance between Democrats and Republicans with a bipartisan bill. No, 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 no. The, 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 the psalmist said, my, my help is not coming from my job. My, my help is not coming Hallelujah. From all these other sources. But my help is coming 
from the Lord who created everything. So the next thing you got to do, you ready? Not only must you focus, have a kingdom focus, keep a kingdom focus, but the next thing is you got to focus on the facts. Here are the facts. Stop listening to those numbers online. Stop listening to all that other stuff. Amen. But focus on the facts. Can I, can I, can I, can I help somebody? Here's a fact. He's never left me. Here's a fact. The Lord that was there before this is the Lord that's here now. Here's a fact. Amen. Though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord has taken me up. Here's a fact. Greater is he that is in me. Come on and help me somebody. Then then he that's in the world. Here's a fact. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. But Christ who lives in me. Here's a fact. Amen. That the same God that did it before can do it again. Here's a fact. That God will help me when I'm helpless. Here's a fact that God is a refuge and strength. A very present help in time of trouble. God says stop looking to man for your help. But start looking to me for your help. The word help here means your render aid in time of trouble. The word here means assistance whether material or immaterial. Lord, I need some help this morning from some people who can praise God with me right now. Who can say, God, I hear what you're saying. I hear your voice saying, God, you're going to be my help in this time. Saints, God is your help. Nobody else. Turn to God. Lift your eyes. Stop looking down and lift your eyes. Stop looking down in despair and look to the Lord who can and will help you. The Bible says he made heavens and earth. He made heaven and earth. Not only did he make heaven and earth, but can I help you with something else? He sustains the earth in his hands. Yeah, he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Can can I, can I, can I share this with you this morning? I'm convinced that nothing will separate me from the love of God. Neither height, nor depth, nor principalities, nor powers, nor whatever will stop me from the love of God. He loved me so much that he sent his only begotten son. That whosoever believed in him shall not perish. Those are facts. See, what we're focusing on is the conspiracy theories. We want to look in books like Dean Koontz. And we want to look at all these false prophets that say, Well, I predicted this 20 years ago. And I predicted that there. But let me help somebody with something. Here's some facts. What you going to do about those fictional things that you know about? Here are the facts. You need some help right now. You need some toilet paper. You need some groceries. Amen. Those are facts. And God can provide all of that for you if you stay connected to the kingdom. Are you with me? The text says, he says, where shall my help come from? My help 
See, watch this. The psalmist did not need someone to answer the question because he already knew the answer. And can I help somebody with something? Do you really know the answer? Do you know your answer is found in God right now? Not in your panic or your perplexity, but you are trusting God? Your help. He's the only help. He's the first cause of help. Amen. The National Guard can't do it. Amen. The, 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 uh, the, the mercy ship that's going to, uh, to New York right now with a thousand beds on there. Can I tell you something? God is the one that's allowing all of this to happen so that we, the people of God, can know where our help is going to come from. Our help comes from Him and nobody else. Watch the text. Watch the text. Watch the text. Watch the text. Watch verse three. I, I was kind of I was kind of struggling with verse three. But but look at verse three, y'all. He says, He says, He will not allow, He will not allow. He He, he will not allow. Let, let me explain what I'm what I'm saying. He will not allow your foot to slip right now we're standing on slippery ground right now we're standing on slippery slippery ground watch this he's coming out of the valley now (laughs) he sees the mountain and it gives him hope that his help is close by but he knew something that, that we need to know That he knew that I'm heading to God's presence corporately. But God's presence is with me right now. He will not allow my foot to slip. So let's stop blaming God. (laughs) And say, God did this. this uh, No, God didn't cause any of this. God allowed it. Watch this. The God that we serve will not allow you or your foot to slip. Even if, you ready? I'm getting a little closer. Let me, let me, let me move past my parameter right quick. Watch this. Let me get a little closer. Watch this. He will not allow your foot to slip. Why? Because even when you're standing on slippery ground, God is with you. So here's the next thing you got to focus on. You ready? Focus. Focus. On your faith. Your faith. It is your faith. It is your faith. The moment that perplexity comes into your mind. Stop. And ask the question. Where is my faith? Where is it? Listen, fear nothing. Be wise, but fear nothing. God is the one who will keep you in a time like this. Watch this. Watch this. He says he will not allow your foot to slip. Watch this. He who keeps you 
will not slumber. In other words, you ready for this? God ain't sleep. So when you're tired and weary, he's still up. God is not bound to time. So he doesn't need to sleep. But watch this. He says that he will not allow your foot to slip, which suggests that the road that they were heading on, either they were on the edge of the mountain, Amen. And when you look over, they didn't have guardrails and stuff back then. See, that, that's the picture that he's painting. I told you, he's given us his coordinates. He's given us his G- GPS location. And, and right now, as a country, we are on slippery ground. But you and I, I'm going to help you with this. This word, when he says, will not slip. You ready for this? I want you to hold on to this. Write this down somewhere. The word means immovable. So can I help somebody with something? If you focus on your faith, if you focus on the facts, if you keep a kingdom focus, you will be immovable. Whatever the devil sends your way, he shall not shake you. He will not destroy you because you're standing on biblical principles in a pandemic. Watch this. Watch this. Verse verse 5. Verse 5. Look at verse 5. I'm sorry. Verse 4. Verse 4. Verse 4. Look at verse 4. I, I find it interesting. This is what I love about the word, y'all. The, the, the word is... Listen, don't let people hype you up with all kinds of stuff. Let them, let, 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 me, let me stop for a minute. Let me. Don't let people hype you up with music. Uh, know what they're preaching. It's the word that's going to keep you. Nothing else going to keep you in a time like this. I'm, I said this last week. I'm not, I may look like I'm unconcerned. Because I have the peace of God. Because I'm looking to the hills. I'm looking to the hills. I'm standing on on an unmovable ground. Why? Because my focus is the kingdom. My focus is on the Lord. And my focus is on the facts. Watch this. Watch what he says in verse 4. He says, Behold, he who keeps Israel... Will neither what? Slumber? No what? He who keeps Israel. In other words, in other words, God is keeping us. In other words, he says, notice, notice this. He says, behold, he. You see that he right there? Don't overlook that he right there. That he means something. It's not he hard, it's he. It says he. (laughs) He who what? Keeps Israel. So in other words, God is the one that's sustaining Israel. And God is the one who will sustain you when they cut back on your hours. God is the one who's going to sustain you when it looks like everything is breaking now. Uh Uh-huh. Watch this. God is the one who will sustain you. My last point is this. Not only should you keep a kingdom focus. Not only should you focus on the facts. 
Not only should you focus on the faith, because I know I'm losing some of you right now because you're, you're chiming off. Watch this. But lastly, lastly, focus only. Only. You say, how do I do that, Pastor? How do I do that? How do I do that? Wake up in the morning. You, you, know, you, know, what, you know when he says, when he says, God neither slumbers nor sleep. You know, you know what he's saying? It refers to the state of sleepiness. It's an expression of laziness. It's, it, in other words, he's saying God will never fail you because he never, he's never without knowledge of where you are and your condition in life. God is always looking upon us, caring for us. Remember, they were headed to the temple. So they knew the dangers that lie ahead, but they were willing, they had the full assurance that we're making this trip to the temple, watch this, and we're willing to take whatever comes with it. Some of us, we were looking for a reason to get out of church. And here you got it. You're supposed to be on live stream to join us, but you say, I'll watch it later. Later ain't the same. Do it live. Until we can make... Now, my question is, what are you focusing on in between then and now? So keep your focus. Keep your focus. Hold on. Focus on the Lord. And that's what the Lord... That's the message that God gave me. Many people have a feature on their TV called PIP. PIP is what you call picture in picture. It means that you can look at one show and at the same time in the little screen up on the other side, you can watch another show. You can watch a movie on the main screen and watch the football game on the little screen. PIP is not the main show. The main show is what covers most of the screen. I wish I had somebody. PIP is just giving you an opportunity to get a glance at something else that's going on. For many of us who attend church, we attend church like PIP. People go to church and receive a PIP experience. They receive spiritual information, hear spiritual truth, sing spiritual songs, but that's not the main show. Instead, when they leave church, watch this, when they leave church is when the main show begins for them. They go back to their family life. They go back to their day-to-day struggles. Sunday morning is only a PIP experience. Can I help somebody? In a pandemic, you need more than a PIP experience. You need Jesus in HD. Come on, help me somebody. You need to stay focused or you're going to lose focus. And if you don't have any biblical principles in a time like this, you and I will fall apart. Be blessed. Be encouraged today. Give God a hand clap of praise right where you are. Amen. Right where you are. We thank God. We thank God.